Welcome to Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff, where we interview newsmakers, storytellers, and all-around interesting people. Sit back, relax, uh, unless you're driving, and enjoy the show. Here's Jackson. Hello, hello, hello. I am Jackson Huff. This is Not in a Huff. Thanks so much for being with me. Appreciate it as always. This week, another fun one. I am interviewing Elizabeth Hazier. Now, I hope I said that name right. I struggled in the very beginning of our interview. You'll kind of hear that. Um, Elizabeth Hazier. Now, the interesting thing here is you may have seen on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok um, her her dog, actually. You know, a couple weeks ago, we talked to a, a meme. Now, I want to talk to someone who had found some, some fame kind of in a weird way by uh, having funny funny videos that kind of went viral. This particular case um, was an interesting one and one that I thought would be really a uh, cool one to, to hear more about. And that was with her greyhound, her rescued racing greyhound named Paul. Now, go check out the videos. I'll put a link um, to one in uh, the episode description. But she dresses him in, in winter clothes. He's originally from Florida where he raced. Um, but she dresses him in, in winter clothes because they have very thin skin. So, so they need, uh, I guess, some of that uh, protection. Um, one of the, the videos that really got popular was um, trying to get him to go downstairs because as you know a racing greyhound he was not really used to doing much other than running being in his you know kennel and running some more so kind of had to teach him how to be a dog so to speak and it was funny just seeing him in his you know his winter outfit with a hat on and a jacket refusing to go down the stairs doesn't know what stairs are um just i guess the 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 funny thing with with paul now is just him learning how to be a dog, him learning what normal things are, what, you know, hardwood floors are, what stairs are, you know, what other dogs are. He's not really seen other other dogs other than greyhounds. So it's a really cool conversation. We got to hear, you know, how, you know, their rescued greyhound went from being, you know, just their, their rescue to, uh, you know, being a, a dog that got featured in, you know, TikTok videos in um, a, a, a mini documentary uh, on Facebook with the Dodo that has millions of views. So it's kind of a, a gone viral thing. Um, it was it was a cool conversation to to hear about how you know they went from you know not not just being a, a house household dog to a household name, so to speak. Um, then you know, we got to hear too about you know, the, the racing industry. We didn't get too far into it. Um, you know, she, she doesn't know a ton about Greyhound racing, though the history of it, uh, but she knows just with her experience with Paul. So we did hear a little bit about Greyhound racing, um, her dreams for, for Paul in the future. It was a, it was a cool conversation to, to kind of get just uh, I, the, the life of a, a rescue dog um, with, with quite a few twists from, from being a, a racing dog uh, in his former life um, to, uh, I, I guess, being a, a viral star. Um, you can find him on, on Risk It All Paul on Instagram. Um, he's got a, an interesting TikTok. I'll be honest, you'll have to listen. I can't remember the name of it right now. It's from their old dog. Um, it was a cool conversation. Do recommend listening to it. Everyone loves dogs. Everyone loves cute dogs. Let's hear the story of uh, exactly how this 
amazing floor floor uh, floor terrified stare scared greyhound came to be somebody that uh, millions of people know. Here is my interview with Elizabeth Hazier. I am here today with Elizabeth Hazier. How are you today, Elizabeth? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So I guess the, the star of the the interview is is Paul, your your greyhound, your retired racing greyhound. We'll get into kind of how he uh, gained his fame, but uh, before that, let's let's talk to uh, Elizabeth and and I guess kind of the the manager of Paul. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, hi, I am Elizabeth. I am Paul's Paul's manager, Paul stage mom. Um, <laughs> I live in Philadelphia um, with my partner Holden. And um, I am a wedding photographer and a couple's portrait photographer. And yeah, Paul is um, kind of my second ever dog. I had a dog for a short time before Paul who passed away. And so now Paul's kind of, um, yeah, he's kind of the, the first dog that I have that's like a younger dog. And um, yeah, he's, he's been keeping me very busy these past few months. Yeah. And I did notice that. I don't know where I saw it, that you, you had another dog. Was it an elderly dog that you had adopted or? Yeah, it was, it was kind of an interesting situation. We had been, his name was Ding Dong, um, (laughs) which is a fun name, but he, um, we had been dog sitting Ding Dong for uh, several years. And then we, we just had him all the time. So his other parents were like, well, why don't you just kind of hold on to him? So we kind of co-parented Ding Dong, uh, but he lived with us for about a year and then he um, got really sick and kind of passed away, but he was only eight. So I feel like we got, he was a standard poodle. So they usually live longer. So we got a little cheated out of our time with Ding Dong. So hopefully Paul will um, be with us longer, longer than Ding, but um, yeah, because yeah, Paul's only He's almost three, actually. Yeah, Ding Dong. That's a that is a that's an interesting name. Yeah, I, it, fit, I like it. <laughs> it fit him very well. <laughs> so, what made you, I, I guess, become interested in in adopting? Uh, first, was it were you know did you know that you wanted to get a, a greyhound, or was that just something that fell into your lap, or, or how did you decide that you were interested in adopting a dog? So, yeah, so I knew I always wanted to adopt a dog um, just because I, you know, I used to volunteer at dog shelters and things like that. Um, And I just like fell in love with um, the process of adopting. But I I did always want a greyhound personally, Um, though with the pandemic, I feel like so many people were adopting dogs that I had put in so many applications that at that point I was like, I will take anything. I was like applying for all sorts of different dogs, all sorts of ages, breeds, anything. And honestly, like, I'm surprised we got Paul, but we just were really persistent with a bunch of different rescue places, but specifically his, um, the adoption place he was from. And they kind of just called, we just called at the right moment. And so we did end up getting a Greyhound, which was kind of my dream the whole time. But again, I was at the point where I would take anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about, I guess, greyhound racing here in a minute, but tell us just about the, the breed of, of greyhounds. If you, if you know a lot about them, I don't know whether you're just a, an expert on Paul or if you know very much about greyhounds as a whole, but I, yeah, I'm definitely learning a lot more about greyhounds. We did our research, um, 
definitely right when we got him and everything, um, though we didn't really realize we were going to go home with the Greyhound the day we picked him up. We thought it was more of a meet and greet. So we kind of have had to learn on the fly. But yeah, Greyhounds, they're a really unique breed. I mean, obviously they look kind of different than a lot of dogs. They have that like really unique slender body and tiny head. Um, they actually have to wear special collars because their head is so small. So they have to wear, it's called a martingale collar. Um, but yeah, they are called like the 45 mile per hour couch potatoes because they are obviously really fast runners, but they sleep all the time. So that's part of the reason that I wanted a Greyhound is because I knew they made good apartment dogs because they didn't need a ton of exercise. Like I didn't want a dog that I, that would be better in a house with a fenced in yard um, just cause we live in an apartment in a city. So that was another thing that I love about Greyhounds is they really are okay with smaller spaces. As long as they have a couch, they're good, which surprises a lot of people because they're such big dogs. But, um, but yeah, they're pretty docile, pretty chill, um, pretty friendly dogs. They're really great. Yeah. And I think that kind of surprised me too, before I kind of looked into it. Because obviously we know greyhounds as, as these dogs that can run really fast. And that normally means they have a lot of, you know, dogs that run fast, have a lot of energy. And then you would think, okay, well, they can't really be cooped up. They need, you know, a lot of space. But, but I, I was reading kind of the same thing that, yeah. you know, they, they've got, they've got the speed if they need it, but they really just prefer just to chill. Yeah. Yeah. And their races are actually only, if you watch them, they're only like one lap. So they're just kind of like a really quick, quick loop and then they're done. So that's kind of, that's kind of their whole personality summed up. Right. Right. So what can you tell us about Greyhound racing? I know you adopted him, um, as a retired, you know, racer. So, yeah, I truly did not know anything about Greyhound racing other than the fact that it was something it was it existed um I've learned a lot more about it since getting Paul it's interesting because there's a lot of people that are still very pro greyhound racing even though it's currently being made or like the betting on greyhound racing is being made illegal in almost all 50 states um that's the only reason we got Paul is because as of 2021 January 1st it's technically not really legal to be betting on greyhounds. So there were a bunch of greyhounds that needed to go find home. So that's kind of how we got Paul. Yeah. I don't really know a lot about what their lives are like. Um, I do know that they spend a lot of time in their crate or their kennel. Um, and I think they don't have a ton of life experience because we've had to teach Paul quite a few things that um he didn't know like for example stairs was the big one which we didn't really consider but we live in a fourth floor walk up and so we had to teach him how to do stairs and we, we just thought i don't know dogs know how to do stairs but i guess they don't we had to get him fixed because he was never like fixed or anything he had a whole bunch of health issues which is apparently pretty common um with retired uh greyhounds so like his teeth, his coat, his, um, his weight needed to go up a bit. He has hookworm that we're still working on. So that leads me to imagine that the conditions were not so great um, just because he had all these health issues. And there are a bunch of like free the hound um, kind of nonprofits because I know this is not just something in America. It's something in the UK and I think Australia too, that they're just trying to make it like, 
illegal or outlawed or just less popular because um, they, they're under the mindset that the Greyhounds should just be able to hang out and run around um, and not like be kind of like horses. It's the same thing with people who don't like uh, horses racing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to get too much into, you know, the maybe things that some people agree with or some don't, but yeah, I mean, it does make sense that I guess if, if, you know, in racing, if a Greyhound is thought to just be a commodity for this, you know, speed that they're not really necessarily worried about, you know, their life outside the track or their teeth, their teeth's not going to make them go faster. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's something for sure. My only experience with Greyhounds is when I was in college, I worked at a pet store and it was a Greyhound rescue that would come in kind of just in the, in the same vein as you're talking about them just being chill. They would, and I'm sure you've probably seen this if you've been around Greyhounds, they put on these like vest and like you can stuff money in their vest and they would just walk around the pet store really slowly just walking up to people of course it was it was a great tactic because people would just of course put money in their vest so it was it was that a cool is thing. so cute i should do it with paul just on my walk just you should. <laughs> i like that, that is so funny oh my gosh they're like the perfect height you just reached out you don't really have to go that far down they're right there uh, <laughs> absolutely and they're in you know like you were mentioning they're they're unique enough looking that it definitely makes people kind of stop in their tracks when they see one. Definitely. If they see it roaming by itself, they're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's a cool thing. But, you know, you were mentioning that uh, you had to teach Paul quite a few, just very basic, normal, normal seeming things. And that's kind of what, uh, why he got a little bit uh, famous, so to speak. So what made you start filming you know, I guess daily, daily tasks that he just hadn't quite <laughs> grasped yet. Well, it's, it actually, like, I did not ever intend to set out to make my dog an Instagram. Like <laughs> I, I have my normal Instagram. And then I also, with my photography, I have an Instagram. So I felt like I had enough on my plate, but I was, um, I was Snapchatting my friend because we also had just moved into our apartment like a week before we got Paul. And so I was Snapchatting my friend just like about our new place. I was like showing her the bedroom and there Paul like got caught. We have those like really old school blinds that are like really dangerous with the, um, the strings hanging down and Paul got like caught around it in his oh. neck and it was on the video and I was recording. And so I stopped and I just, I thought that video was like kind of funny. So I posted it to TikTok. Paul was fine, by the way. He just, he had no idea what he was doing. I posted the video to TikTok and like didn't think anything of it. And I come back and it has all these views. And a few days later, I had like million, a million views or something. And everyone was like, we love Paul. Like show us more of Paul. So then I was like, okay, I guess I should like make an Instagram too. And from there, um, it was winter when we got him and he's from Florida. So then I recorded him um, like gearing up to go in the snow, which I don't think he had ever seen because he was not excited for it. And at that time we didn't have any, winter clothes because like I said we weren't really thinking we would get a dog so quickly and greyhounds they have really thin skin so they need clothes so we put them in these outfits and people thought they were so funny um and other people hated them so he had he had some haters um <laughs> who said he looked ridiculous which he did but yeah it, it just kind of like was an accident and then um yeah people were really into it I think because greyhounds not you don't see them all the time so I think people were really just like intrigued by this the look of the dog and also that he didn't, he didn't know all this stuff. So I was like, all right, I'll just keep recording it. Um, sure. So yeah, kind of just happened. 
you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people. My, my, some of my favorite is I've talked to some people who, you know, became memes. So, you know, like dis, disaster girl, you know, with the fire and stuff. I oh talked, I talked to her and what, you know, what I've, the, the common theme and what you just said too was, you know, I didn't set out for this to happen. It kind of happened. If you're meaning, if you're trying to create something cool, it doesn't happen. It only happens when you don't really mean it to happen. Right. So. <laughs> it made, It's so funny. All my friends like make fun of me because I have this photo account that I've been working on for years. Paul instantly surpasses it. Like <laughs> day one. I'm like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, it's really just, um, if you live your life, something crazy will happen. And then you could become an internet celebrity. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. There you go. So you're talking about some of the stuff that he didn't know. Tell us, just, I guess, a, a few more things if you've got them that yeah. uh, that you had to, to teach him that seemed pretty pretty common knowledge up until Paul Paul oh, sure. came around. Sure. Um, so yeah. So the stairs was like was day one the first issue. Oh, something he found really interesting was like the mirrors we have. Uh, we have a lot of uh, floor length mirrors that are in our room in our kitchen. And the first thing when we brought him in, he was staring at himself in the mirror, like nonstop. It was so, I, I don't know. He was kind of looking behind it too. I don't know if he thought a dog was there, but the mirrors thing was like really freaky to him. He still likes to look in them. Um, I mean, he is very cute. So maybe he's just checking himself out, but he loved the mirrors, the floors, Floors are still an issue for us. He, I don't know if he's just only been on like concrete or something, but wood floors freak him out. So we have rugs. You can kind of see we have rugs all over um, our apartment and he'll get really confident on a floor and then he'll slip once. So we'll have to reteach him. So that's been a whole thing. Um, he also, it took him about six weeks to actually wag his tail around us which when we first got him, we're like, oh, maybe greyhounds don't really wag tails that much. Maybe they're just, but now he wags it like crazy. So I think his comfortability kind of took a while to get going. Um, yeah, snow. He didn't know anything about snow, I don't think, because he was very freaked out by it. He also doesn't really like rain. Um, just not a big precipitation guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, also another thing with greyhounds that I found interesting was that typically greyhounds only ever see humans or other greyhounds so teaching him that uh, about other species of dogs basically so we mm. have kind of introduced him to a lot of our friends dogs we have a bunch of dogs in our building that he's kind of meeting and it's like oh this is also a dog so i think that's kind of exciting for him to experience new species of dogs yeah I, i'm just thinking in in the mind space of a dog which is really dangerous but i'm thinking you know, all these other dogs are used, to, they're probably not used to seeing greyhounds. So he's probably like, what in the world are you? And these other dogs are like, what in the world is yeah. that? <laughs> so they, no one knows, no one knows each other. I think that's funny. Oh yeah. It's um like, we, we took him to the park. And again, this is like, we're, we try to be responsible dog parents, but greyhounds are just so different that like, we're, like I said, we're learning as we go, but we took him to the park and there was this little tiny fluffy dog that he had sniffed and then kind of went away. And then the little fluffy dog like ran past him and Paul immediately, we had never seen him like this. He just like chased after it. Luckily we were still there. We like got him right away. But then we started reading and realizing that he thinks little fluffy dogs are what they would train on the, mm -hmm. the track that he would think they're like the little rabbit or the fake rabbits that they would use. 
So then we read a bunch about it and now we will only bring him to the park um, with his muzzle on, which it's a really comfortable muzzle. It's basically just for his safety and the safety of these small, these poor fluffy guys. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad we realized that before, before it was too late. But yeah, that's just, um, I guess, a quirk left over from their, their training. They have a, what they call a prey drive because um, that's what they would use them to train on the track. Poor fluffy dogs in the, in the dog park. I know. I was like, oh God, Paul, please don't, please just, you, you have a following. You can't do this now. <laughs> See, yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Child star gone bad. He's right. He's oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's funny. So how did, you know, I think that a lot of people definitely here recently with, with Facebook, you know, got to, to know Paul through, through, I think it's a do, is it Dodo? Is that how you say it? I think so. Yeah. The Dodo. Yeah. So how did, how did that video come about? Yeah, it, um, so Paul, I'm not sure if you've heard of the account, we rate dogs. Mm -hmm. They're like big on Twitter and Instagram and they just rate dogs, um, literally. Uh, but they posted Paul and that got a bunch of attention. And then from there, someone, uh, her name's Kay at the Dodo reached out to us and because I think you can submit things for both We Rate Dogs and the Dodo. You can submit your stories, but I, I didn't submit any of this. I like me and my partner have full-time jobs. We're like, we can't, we don't have the time to be submitting our dog to places. But yeah, they reached out and we were like, sure. So basically she just asked us to upload a bunch of videos of Paul and she was like, just keep recording and doing stuff. And then we actually had an interview with her like two months ago, but apparently they're they're apparently a really big organization with a lot of teams they had to run it by all their social media teams and stuff like that which made me laugh thinking about like a group of adults working sitting at like a conference table <laughs> thinking of like all right so Paul like what is our angle which is crazy to me but yeah so then like two months later that video came out and that got a whole bunch of people he got so many followers <laughs> from that because I think they have several million followers on their platform. So, but yeah, just again, just someone reaching out and uh, asking. We didn't, we didn't ask for this, but people just mm. love Paul. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so you just sent them videos. It wasn't something like they had to, to come in and, and film Paul for a day or something. No. And I, um, it's funny. She gave me like categories for like videos they wanted. It was like Paul's first day, Paul's first few weeks, Paul being nervous, Paul being excited, like <laughs> new accomplishments for Paul. And so I'm like uploading them to this Google drive. Um, and I already record Paul all the time just because I'm a wedding photographer. So in, in January and February, um, when a lot of this was happening, I had not really a lot of weddings. So I was like, sure, I can do this, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, it was just a matter. And they put it all together and they did it. I thought they did a really cool job, which is really fun for us to see and like share with like my parents who don't live here. I'm just like, this is, this is our dog, by the way. Here's a whole, here's a little tiny documentary about our dog. <laughs> They're gonna, they didn't know that they're, they haven't met the, the celebrity, but uh, that, that's I pretty know. cool. Star. <laughs> I like, you know, they did a really good job so much so that I thought that they came in and, and filmed it so they did a good job and you did a good job filming it i suppose thank you thank you <laughs> yeah so you, you kind of already answered it but since you know the, that video and then the re the we wait dogs i guess what what kind of attention have uh, have you gotten from that overall and then things that may have surprised you yeah i mean 
it's really, it's really cool. I loved having a dog when we had ding dong. Um, it was so, it's always so, it's so fun to have a dog because I feel like that really gives you a sense of community, especially in a big city. So having a dog in general is great. And then having a dog that people know is so fun. Cause we'll get stopped on the street, like all the time. People will be like, is that Paul? Can I, can I take a picture with Paul? <laughs> Which is crazy to me, but, um, yeah, so that's been really fun. I've been able to like meet a lot of my neighbors through having a dog. It's like kind of a good, um, it's a good utility to have a dog to make friends and like meet people. And then you kind of learn about them and you talk to them and then you run into them more. Um, so that's been really cool um, <laughs> that we even get recognized. It's also been people like reaching out, sending him stuff. There's this one lady, her name is Sherry, and she has become like, my Philly substitute mom, because she's the one that makes pretty much all of his clothing that he has. She just makes all of it and she'll come over. She'll see Paul. And now like me and Sherry have this great friendship. Um, so that's been really fun. And Paul also has all these outfits, which people love. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, like people will respond to his stories and his stuff so well. They're like, oh, you like this made my day. I was having a bad day and this made me happier. And I feel like it's just such a fun, positive little corner of the internet, mm -hmm. um, which the internet is a lot of not positive and fun things. So it's really just been like a big serotonin boost for me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people that follow him, it's been, it's been really cool. Does he, does he like being filmed? Yeah, no, Paul, Paul's okay with it. Sometimes he requires a treat um, or food, but I think he's used to it. I don't know what in his past, like, I, I think he was like handled a lot um, when he was a, a racing dog because he kind of lets you, like I like lift up his legs a lot or move him around or like put his chin up in a funny position. And he's totally fine with that. Um, so he's, yeah, I think he likes it a little bit actually. There you go. So, you know, with, with, with race horses, they're, I mean, a lot of times the reason why they're so fast and, and I guess so competitive is they're not necessarily very friendly horses. They're kind of mean. Um, uh, I don't know about with, with the Greyhounds. Obviously, he's became a, a star now. People want to take pictures. And, you know, I guess what made him famous was that he was not adjusted to the world. So was he good with, I guess, all of the attention he was getting? Now, you said that, you know, he was handled, so maybe so. But was he generally a friendly dog to begin with? He was definitely friendly. He was more kind of like uninterested though. Like he's still not that interested. Like he likes being pet, but he's not that totally interested in other dogs or people. We did, we're actually working with a trainer now, but um, just to, you know, help him adjust and everything. But at first we did have like behavior issues that <laughs> obviously we didn't post on his account because we don't want people, you know, we don't want people to be a scared, to be afraid of adopting a dog because they might have behavior issues, which deters a lot of people. But like behind the scenes, Paul had a lot of, they call it resource guarding. Um, it's pretty common with uh, adopted dogs is basically they are used to competing for resources. So they will be aggressive in guarding that resource. So we kind of had to teach him like, this is, all of our space, um, your food, you will get it every day. You don't have to compete. We're not going to try and eat it. We're not going to take it away. Um, these are your toys. 
it's okay if we take them, you'll get it back. So he did like have some of that um, aggression, I guess you could say, or, or anxiety, whatever it was. He's gotten a lot better though. They say like the first three months, you'll see like a lot of change. And, and we've had him now for almost four months. So we have definitely seen a lot of that change, but yeah, he was definitely like a little nervous about being here. And I think he was kind of confused where all the other greyhounds were. Cause I know they keep them together a lot, but he's gotten a lot better. And now he's, um, he's much better with sharing his toys. Um, we still got some work to do, but but yeah, in terms of people, he's luckily, he's really friendly. Um, and so he kind of lets everyone pet him. We had people over on our roof last night. He was totally excited to see them. So, so yeah, we're, we're lucky that he's a pretty, pretty friendly guy. Yeah. So what do you hope people can, you know, learn from, from the whole thing? I know it was kind of a, a, a silly thing that, that got him, him famous, but I, I know that, that good can come from everything. So what do you hope yeah. people learn from, from Paul's story? You know, I really, I just, um, I'm a big proponent of adopting dogs instead of buying a dog. Obviously certain people have like health reasons where they have to get, um, like a hypoallergenic dog or for whatever reason. But I just think that, um, yeah, I guess my main hope is that people see him living his life and they either adopt a greyhound if that's available to them. But if not, any dog could be as weird and quirky and fun um, and loving as Paul. So I just really, I really hope people add a dog to their life. Maybe they weren't a big dog person and then they saw Paul and now they're maybe thinking of a dog, but yeah, I just, I think uh, like a family's not complete without a dog or a pet or something. I just, I really do. They just bring so much joy. And, you know, they say a dog is just a part of your life, but for the dog, you're their whole life, which is cheesy, but um, yeah, I'm just, it's such, it gives you such like purpose to have something to take care of. And it's not a kid, so it's less intense and expensive. Um, But yeah, I just adopt a dog do it. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So how can we, uh, how can we follow along with Paul and what, uh, what do you think his, his future holds in, in stardom? So Paul is on Instagram. He's at risk it all Paul. Um, <laughs> and he's on, he's on TikTok. The name of the TikTok account is ding dong Bearface because okay. it's just left over from ding dong's era and I'm too sentimental to change it. So you can find him there. Um, for the future, I hope, well, I have I have dreams for Paul, Philly-wise. I want him to meet Gritty. That's like my ultimate goal because I, do you know Gritty? I'm not I sure. I don't, I don't. Well, Gritty is- You're, you're, you're settling in. You're going to tell me all about that. Tell about Gritty. You might have, as soon as I say, you might've heard them. Gritty is <laughs> the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. He's like this orange monstrosity. Um, he's like, he's kind of- like an, a symbol of Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a very like underdog gritty city. And that's where he gets his name. Gritty. Oh, I know the, I know the Philly fanatic. Isn't the that fanatic. the Phillies? Yes. I would also love for him to meet the fanatic and gotcha. gritty if that's ever gotcha. possible. Gotcha. The fanatic's that also crazy big green guy. Uh-huh. Um, so that's my goal in terms of Philly celebrity. I really want him to meet that. Um, Cause we're big, we're big. Uh, we're also big uh, Eagles fans. So we would love some sort of Eagles thing. Again, these are my Philly dreams for him. Um, yeah. Otherwise I, you know, I have fashion dreams for, 
for Paul. I would love Paul to do something fashionable. Um, like I said, I'm a photographer, so I do like little fashion shoots with him. <laughs> would love to do more with that. But yeah, I also just hope in terms of his life that he gets more confident with things like the floor and things like other dogs and um, <laughs> surfaces and different weather. Um, we took him recently to Vermont and he had so much fun, just new smells. So it's really our goal to just give him the best retirement life that he can have. Um, so yeah, I just, I can't wait to see him keep coming out of his shell. I feel like we, we just um, found out that he does this like woo noise, which has been really fun. So he'll make that noise when sirens go by. So I feel like there are still new little things we're learning about Paul and I can't wait to, um, I can't wait to see what those are. I like it. So, so his, his future is meet, meet uh, gritty and become comfortable with the floor. That's, that's an interest. Those are an interesting combo. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if, if those two things could happen, like that's it. That's all I want. <laughs> and you said risk it all, Paul. Yes. Risk it all, Paul. And ding dong bareface. <laughs> I know I really should make them uh, the same, but whatever people can, people can remember two things. There you go. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I'm, I'm, it it was, it was, I think that, you know, what, what you said, I guess, resonates that the internet's got a lot of crazy things and to be able to see, you know, videos that just make people smile, make people laugh. And I think that's what, what Paul does. It's always a, always a good thing. It's a positive thing that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's really fun. It really is. Absolutely. Thank you. And that was my interview with Elizabeth Hazier. Hope you enjoyed that. Only thing that I wish, you know, with podcasts, the, the bad part is we don't get to see the person or the, you know, the thing that we are interviewing. Um, you know, in this, in this sense, it would have been great to be able to see Paul. Um, he, was in, he was in the room for a short time. Uh, you know, I, I cut it out where uh, he actually had to... Uh, had to leave the room um, at his own request. He was, I guess, probably tired of uh, tired of being in there and, and laying there and listening to our conversation. So he went out into the the rest of the house. Would have been great to to check him out there. Obviously, you see that cover photo, but just a, a cool cool conversation. Um, Elizabeth, such a such a cool person. It it, it really, I, you know, a lot of times, you know, when when things go viral. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, why is this? And and, and that's not the case here. Um, this is a, a really cool, cool, uh, you know, rescue story, really. And the, you know, the fact that it went viral just because it's a, it's a feel-good story. It's a, it's a cool, um, you know, time where we, we get to see Paul just become a dog. So I really, really enjoyed speaking with Elizabeth. I, I really enjoy, you know, seeing Paul's content. Risk it all, Paul. Definitely a follow on Instagram. There, urge you to go check him out. He's uh, he's always doing something something cute, and and um, she does a really good job of, of managing his account. I don't know how much say he actually has in you know the the content. Probably not a lot. Uh, he doesn't seem to to mind too much about what's uh, what's posted. But I uh, I enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it too. Thank to elizabeth for uh, joining us uh, thanks for you joining us um do check out risk it all paul at uh, at instagram like i said check us out on instagram not in the huff podcast follow us like us on facebook not in the huff podcast with jackson huff jacksonhuff.com it's all there thanks for being here 
We'll see you next time. Take it away, Chris. This has been Not in a Huff with Jackson Huff. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us next time where we will interview another amazing guest who is sure to make you laugh or make you think, or hey, maybe even both. But until then, keep being awesome.